has been trashed somehow. How many video? How many video? How many video game consoles absolutely sucked until technology got better? We're here, by the way. Oh shit! Howdy how? Welcome, gentlemen. I came unprepared. Sorry. It's okay. There is a mess everywhere. I don't even have my fucking pants on yet. But what we're talking about, though, you're the problem is, is right now with new consoles coming out, there's going to be a lot of mud thrown back and forth anyway. So we were discussing Sony is right now holding off on telling a price for the new PS5. Yes. And it's not a new trick by them. They're literally trying to get the other guy to go first. They're trying to see what the price of the Xbox, the Series X Xbox is going to be. Mm-hmm. That's what they're waiting on, really. And, and that's what the rumor mill is floating, is that's what they're waiting on. Well, since it's multiple GameCubes stacked on top of each other, I think it's only fair that they charge it for multiple GameCubes stacked on top of each other. Well, it could be just like, I don't know, like 50 bucks then, depending no, 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 on... No, not how worth, how, how actually worth the GameCube was. Interesting. No. I loved the GameCube. Yeah, you like that, do you? The first, I bought the GameCube, I was getting ready to deploy, and I had nothing else to do. I was stuck in holdover. So Fort, you played it at Fort Benning, and since I had literally nothing to do, <laughs> I had no no jobs, no assignment. I was just waiting for orders. I was I was just in the I was just lost in the paperwork. I guess mm-hmm. I went out and bought a GameCube and I bought Turok Four Evolution. Yeah, Turok Evolution, and played the shit out of it every night. And I'm sure you were so enthralled in that hunk of garbage. It was actually fun. It's not that bad. It's not that bad at all. But it's just a remake of Turok Dinosaur Hunter, and it fails horribly at it. Right. You. you, But the thing that irritates me is we've discussed this. PlayStation has been always really good about going last. They want everybody else to put all their cards on the table so they can go. Oh, we're going to sidestep that and do a different thing, even though probably they've either got something as adequate or worse (laughs) off than what is on the table. Mm They're just going to be like, yeah, we're going to do this other thing. We have other cards that we're holding now. I mean, after what happened, the debacle with the PlayStation 3, I can't really argue with them over that because they're not great at making sound decisions business-wise. Well, and that was the other thing, too, is, you know, the PlayStation 3, the PlayStation 3 did exactly what Xbox One did. The PlayStation 3 came in and said, yeah, but we're a multimedia entertainment Uh device. We play Blu-rays and do this and that and the other thing, too. And you can also do it all on one box. And the Xbox 360 come on was like, We're, you play video games here. This is what you want. Right. Uh-huh. I remember you had to buy, <clears throat> when they were still doing the Blu-ray HD disc war, and you had to buy a separate HD player mm-hmm. if you wanted to watch HD. But then, of course, Disney chose Blu-ray to put all their movies on, and that pretty much sealed the deal. And after that, HD just disappeared. HD DVD, mm-hmm. yeah. I had the HD DVD add-on for my mm-hmm. Xbox. But that, just like the uh, proprietariness of, you know, everyone was all in clamors when the Xbox One announced that they were going to do DRM. The DRM deal, they were all pissed off. How can they do that? And it's Sony technology. That was the part that everyone skipped over, the fact that Sony was also getting ready to go on stage hours later that evening and do the exact same thing. But they didn't because they were like, oh, shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, we just 
watched Microsoft get booed for that crap. We're not going to go through the same thing. We're going to turn this into a uh, PR stunt, and they made it look like they they weren't going to do the same thing Microsoft was going to do. Even though I believe the first wave of Xbox Ones that launched, they had to pay Sony. They had to pay them a small fee for using that DRM technology that. in those <clears throat> Xboxes. That's a double backstab right there. Well, well, that's that in the automotive world. Toyota in the seventies, from the seventies to the early two thousands, had put a billion dollars into hybrid research, mm-hmm. and they had come up with thousands of patents for the technology. So at this point in time, right now, at any time you see another company other than Toyota that has a hybrid, they have paid Toyota for some of that technology. So Toyota was thinking 50 years ahead, and they were going, gas isn't going to be cheap forever. Uh-huh. You know, and and even back then, everyone knew how smoggy L.A., New York, Terminator Detroit, 2, ter- right? <laughs> Silent Hill. <coughs> Uh, right, so I knew it is because there's a whole bunch of old mobiles still running. Yeah, probably. Actually, I wouldn't doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, you see One my point. They they Bruce they Campbell's. saw what was coming. <laughs> Bruce they saw what was coming. Developed the technology, and everyone else all of a sudden was like, "Oh my god, we need to come up with hybrid technology." That's in Toyota's over there. Like, hey, well, guess what? You, you got to keep in mind. You said this was the early '70s. Toyota. I believe so. Toyota's based in Japan, correct? Right. Well, in the early 70s, Godzilla vs. the Smog Monster came out. I knew and, it. And as you can imagine, that probably did throw Toyota into a panic because nobody wants a giant acid-spitting, shit-throwing it makes s- sense. smog monster around. Well, I mean, right. hell, there's some here in Southern Illinois right now. The smog I'm monsters? Oh, wait, no, those are big old jacked-up trucks. Right. <laughs> the big old diesel. Never mind. Sorry. I mean, <laughs> never mind. But, <laughs> so... <They're> hybrids. <laughs> the fuck they are. <laughs> Phil Spencer come out earlier this week... And made a comment that Xbox's real competition isn't going to be Nintendo or Sony. They don't. They're not really worried about Nintendo or Sony. Their real competition, they feel, is Amazon and Google. I know Google has Stadia, but what's Amazon have? Well, Amazon's got Twitch, and okay. Amazon's got their own studio working on games currently. Okay. So I mean, I didn't know that, and. There are some Fire devices that do play games and stuff like that, and they do have an Amazon licensed controller for for the Fire devices. So it's not completely unheard of that they could use those set-top boxes to stream their games. Hell, they could get to a point where they could start streaming out games the same way, you know, mm-hmm. they stream out movies and music and everything else. It wouldn't be that unheard of to do the same thing as Stadia or... Well, it's not. That sort of stuff is already kind of happening. Right. And so. they've already got billion, or millions of... I don't know how many millions of fire sticks are in homes mm-hmm. now. So, I mean... Not to mention Jeff Bezos has, like, unlimited money, practically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So, he could, I mean, he could dump the money into mm-hmm. it and develop it and make it a thousand times better than anybody else could. I said Bezos should have bought GameStop at one point. I, and I honestly think he should have. He should have bought GameStop and used it as a hub for all the gaming and stuff like that through Amazon. Right. I mean, it would have made sense because then he would have had a place to, you could even do returns from Amazon there. But then come to find out not long, not long after I'd sent him an email, sad to say I sent Jeff Bezos an email. Hey, yo, Jeff. I'm sure he was thrilled. 
uh, not long after that, I, I found shit, out. shit, Mark sent me an email. I gotta read it. <laughs> some dude from some low-rent video game podcast sent me an email. <laughs> that guy's a genius. But uh, Cole started I'm taking... I'm Jeff Bezos, and this is my favorite podcast on the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> but Cole's had started we taking Amazon returns. Mm-hmm. So, but I thought it would be a good idea. I thought, man, if anything could save GameStop, Amazon could. I mean, really, and they could do more than, you know, just do GameStop stuff. They could take Amazon returns, do hell, make it a, a call center for Amazon and stuff like that and have packages drop off there and you just go pick up your Amazon stuff there. Or your COD places where it'd be, right. I don't have cash, to order, or I don't have a credit card, so I'll just go pay cash for it and in there and they well, order and, it for you. And even who knows, like, maybe now GameStop could actually give you some fucking cash for all the trade-ins you're giving them. Well... And Amazon does trade in for games too, and it's it's not very well, but it's still a system that they have in mm-hmm. place too. Is GameFly still a thing? You asked the question I haven't thought of in probably five <laughs> years. It just occurred to me as we're talking about this. Everyone went out and got like uh, those pay-as-you-go credit cards and ordered like two or three games off of it, and then ditched right. their right. <laughs> I mean, we're ashamed to say it, but we kind of did the same thing to Netflix with, uh, what was it, Deep Star 6? It, it's right there in the next room. It's still, because I never sent it back. <laughs> and it wasn't because we liked the movie that much. It's because we were too fucking lazy. <laughs> yeah, I'm just too lazy to send it back. And that was back, uh, I know some people, this would drive crazy, but or surprise them, but Netflix used to send you DVDs in the mail. Right. Some of their uh, content was only DVDs. Like, you could not get Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan right. online, which pissed us off. So I got bored, and I went ahead and ordered Deep Star 6, I mean, which is just a shit sci-fi movie. It's not that great. Is that the no. one with Peter Weller, or is that the one No, with... that's Leviathan. Okay. Leviathan's not half bad. They're the same goddamn movie to me. <laughs> I, they're close enough, because they're under the wa- There's water, and there's a monster. It's under the sea. <laughs> but yeah... Real competition from Amazon. People are, you know, laughing at Stadia. I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of people giving Stadia some grief. But if they can just figure out a good price point and a good way to push it, I think it could actually be a force to to be reckoned with. Well, I think that Xbox's real competition is uh, Atari. What, are you going to go stay in the Atari hotel versus buying a new Xbox? I'm just saying, have they said anything about that fucking console of theirs? They're supposedly in in manufacturing for it. I just had read an article on it a couple <laughs> days back yeah, that okay. it it's eventually going to come. It's the console that never was because we talked about that like six months ago. Yeah, and it's what still the, not. What was here. the other console? The Madbox. Yeah, that was the PC. Yeah, it was going to be the Madbox, and I never heard anything else on it either. Right, some guy come out. He's like, I'm going to build a console the frick the mad box yeah and so much for it i haven't heard anything well and then steam had the steam box that's still a thing right they stopped manufacturing it 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 was supposed to originally when they were releasing it it had windows on it and then they were going to start putting steam make a steam os linux based operating system with steam os on it i was going to say linux i need to put stop putting steam in front of shit cuz all i think is steaming pile of shit and <laughs> i don't think that's good for the brand but it's also <laughs> just my own twisted sense of humor but the problem with that was is so a lot of games on steam are built for windows cuz everybody and their brother has a windows unit mm-hmm. and literally convert- me and my brother both have windows and converting everything over to Linux... It's cold out. Close that window. <laughs> you know, I mean, making it to where it'll work on Linux was a little bit more 
tedious than they probably thought okay. that it was going to be. Because, okay. see, that was going to take apart most of their cost on the console. Because with every copy of the Steam, the original Steam box, you were going to have to pay... They had to pay a license for Windows. Right. So then they decided, well, it's time to release this other thing without the licensing on it. Well, the bad part was is there was no game... There was games for it, but not the whole plethora. Like, you couldn't play mm. your home, whole Steam catalog on it because some of them wasn't supported by... Linux. So, I mean, that that's the, ultimately the worst part about that. So, I, I th- like I, I was have, saying... I have been schooled. It's true. By an old I man. Right, just, I was sorry I was looking at you. I didn't mean to. But yeah. <laughs> sorry I offended you. I do want to know what Amazon... What Amazon's got up their sleeve. I mean, they did acquire, or they... I don't know if I remember if they acquired, or if they actually made their own game studio. But they have... They've got the potential to do something big, too. I kept thinking Apple was going to do something, but still no. I mean, they put out their little $5 a month game, like their Game Pass equivalent. Hmm. And they've made it to where it, you know, you can use controllers and stuff like that on your Apple TV and your Apple phones. And they made it to where you can use Xbox One and PS4 controllers on it. That's cool. So, but we still haven't seen anything, anything from that either. Uh, did you guys ever play the Wonderful 101? Hmm? I don't it was on the Wii U. <clears throat> no, I didn't have a Wii U, so... Well, yeah, no. We we skipped the bad game consoles. Well, we should have skipped the Wii. The Wii U was actually hey, good. P- fuck you, the Wii U was good. The Wii U was better, I thought. I thought the Wii U was an actual good console. I mean, I, I, had, I saw that I had potential. It's just one of those things that I think they kind of butchered it a little bit. Well, I think they dropped the ball whenever they decided that they were going to take and name it the same thing that their last yeah, console was. Because for a legit two years, I did not know if it was an expansion for the Wii or its own console. Right. Turns out it was its own console. Mm-hmm. <coughs> I think they I really mean, fucked up with Star Fox. You could have gone on the internet and looked it up. I'm just saying. <laughs> you know? <coughs> I'm just pulling your chain, bro. Literally, he is your brother. So anyway, this... <laughs> ah, water all over me. Whoever's thought a small amount of liquid would ever fall on me! The Wii U uh, had a game called Wonderful 101. I never played it. I My daughter played it for a little bit, and I watched mm-hmm. her play the demo for a couple minutes. Uh, but it's that getting makes, a... That makes him an expert. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's getting a Switch and a PS4 port of it. Okay. Uh, and they kickstarted it. What is it? That's a good question. It's a game by Platinum. Hmm. Okay. It's a Platinum game. But the weird thing is, is I always kind of figured it would be a Nintendo exclusive, but they kickstarted it and it like went to the moon quick. Mm-hmm. Like with over, a, there was over a million dollars the last time I looked at the Kickstarter. That's pretty damn amazing. What's their goal? I don't know. I think it, I think they've already reached their PS4 goal for it, which was under a million, I believe. But yeah, they're, They've, they're making a Switch copy, or the Switch version and a PS4 version. It's supposed to be later out this year. And that was a demo on the Wii U? It was a game on the Wii U. Wonderful 101 was. Well, I mean, what what was the gameplay? What'd you do? I don't remember. I just know that there's a bunch of hubbub about them kickstarting it. No, it's just funny. It's like, yeah, my, my daughter had the demo. It was a Sunday. Uh, it was slightly rainy. Uh, it was. It was. Uh, I, you so know, how was the game? I didn't even take that much detail. I couldn't even remember the game. Right. Like, <laughs> so, was, 
it was a it was a cool seventy six degrees, just slightly warm enough. I was in shorts that day. I just mowed the day before, so piece he remembers everything about the detail. <laughs> He's like, "Oh yeah, it was uh, the main game. Yeah, the programming, blah blah blah." So anyway, the important sorry. part of it was <laughs> that they took a game that a major company like Platinum made mm. and they kickstarted it. Why on earth does a company like Platinum need Kickstarter? Well, I mean, uh, Igarashi did the same thing with. Bloodstained. There's a big difference, though. Igarashi was going out on his own. With a lot of Konami staff. Right, but still, those staff have to be paid. Mm -hmm. And before that game, like, that, I can understand, like, Iga doing it, and... Oh, shit. The guy who made Mighty Number 9. Can't think of his name right now. Ah, some bitch. I don't know. Mega Man, 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 man. Yeah. Man. Macho Man. Right. (laughs) Oh, yeah! And then come to find out he had somebody behind him after that. Uh-huh. So, and he broke promises, too, along the way, because I haven't heard shit from him, and he had already kickstarted another project before his first Kickstarter was already out the door. Yeah, and I, he seemed really confident that Mighty Number no. 9 was going to be a big hit, and it's a shame that it wasn't, because I like the aesthetic of it. He but. also worked on ReCore for the Xbox. Okay. I heard of it. it was I didn't play it, but too. I remember the game. So, but yeah, it... It just drives me crazy to think that a company like that needs kickstarted. Mm-hmm. I can, I guess, I get it a little bit if they're trying to figure out if people want the game. I don't know. But uh, well, keep in mind that Platinum, I believe, is a major third-party source, meaning that other other companies, like say uh, Microsoft, will publish the game, put it on their platforms, and pay the studio to make it. Platinum doesn't just come up with money out of nowhere. They have to find a producer. They have to find a backer. And if nobody, if Microsoft or Sony didn't want to back the game, then they're required to find the funds on their own if they really give enough of a shit. Well, I guess, well, let's see. Platinum also, Platinum's been known to work with Nintendo. Mm -hmm. What was that? That's the thing. I I can't remember a damn thing they've done, but I know. Bayonetta. That's what it was. Okay, that's they've done, what it is. They've done Bayonetta. I yes. tried telling you, but you wouldn't listen. I said Bayonetta you over are so and full over. of shit. <laughs> <laughs> can't even fucking spell Bayonetta. I can't either. Don't feel bad. B A. But they put out this F- Platinum Four. They're they put out something called Platinum Four, and they're working on four projects right now. And a lot of people are thinking. That it is going to be the game that they killed for Xbox is going to be one of those four games. Okay. That'd be cool. Scalebound. <laughs> Excuse me. Scalebound was its name. Oh. Yeah, I remember the trailer. Didn't the, the young kid in the... He had, like, headphones on or something? Yeah. And he had, like, this dragon ability. Right. So... Did he foos No. But... I don't remember any other shouts, I'm sorry. Right. Yol Torshul. Astral Chain was another game that they did, too. I didn't play it either. Steve said it was good, though. He said it wasn't the best, but it was still good. So, eh, whatever. Um, Did you hear about Rockstar's co-founder leaving? I did. I'm a little depressed about that. I kind of wonder how that's going to affect the company. Who knows? Uh... I heard their stock price already dropped, too. Did it? Yeah. Dan Hauser, him and his brother Sam... I'll verify that. ...were the ones that left... uh, The ones that started Rockstar together. Um, Why did he leave? 
they don't know yet. There's not. He's not leaving till March. I believe the 11th was the last thing I had read on it. Maybe he's retiring. I don't know, man. I mean, he's a fucking millionaire by now. I'd hope so. I'd say a couple times over. Right. <clears throat> With the success of GTA Five alone, mm-hmm. well, I think Red Dead Redemption Two, even the first Red Pretty Dead. Pretty much anything from San Andreas to Red Dead Two made him all the fucking money. Vice City from then, yeah. I I've been playing Vice City recently too. That game kind of sucks, but I Th- love it. Does it? It's kind of hard to move anything at all for any reason. Really? It's weird, but and you wouldn't really notice it unless you were paying attention to it, but you don't move very fluidly. You move almost on like an 8-axis grid-based system. At really? least while you're walking. It's fucking weird. Huh. I haven't played any of those old GTA, the PS2 mm-hmm. GTAs in a long time. I do remember getting that first, that GTA 3 for when it very first came out. And just being amazed at how open that world was, how it was just like... GTA 3? Yeah, just how yeah. big the sandbox was that you could play in. And I just thought, you know, just last generation, like, we would have never got anything this momentous. No, not even close. <clears throat> so. <clears throat> the only thing I really, really love about Vice City is the aesthetic. 1980s Florida is just right. so ripe for cool shit to happen. I never, I never played that one, mm-hmm. but when I was deployed in Saudi Arabia, my roommate had it, and he was constantly playing Vice City. Mm-hmm. And he would always end up taking a flamethrower, going into the nightclub, <laughs> setting everyone on fire, and then popping their heads off with a sniper rifle. It's just That's so just much, what he always ended up doing. It's more fun to break the game than to play it. <clears throat> that is one of those games I really do wish that they would... Either redo, revamp, or do something with, or make a game adjacent to it. They did. They revisited it. Uh, it was a DLC, I believe, for GTA 4 called The Ballad of Gay Tony, I think. Did they go back to Vice City? Yes. Yeah. Yes. You know, I never did try that. Yes. Oh, I'm told it's fucking good. Huh. I have not played it. And GTA 4 is my favorite GTA. I, I, I should probably play it. <laughs> I played The Lost MC. I wasn't a big fan of it. Um, I'm going to take a step back real quick. Uh, Their share their shares fell more than 5.5% on Tuesday. That was after they announced Dan was... Mm-hmm. That's not as bad as I was expecting, though. It's not like they dropped 75 fucking percent. No, I got you. But it still ain't good. Right. Well, I mean, and a stock drop like that is expected when there's a mm-hmm. shakeup. It's not like... Everyone's pulling their money out like, oh my god, Rockstar is going to go under. Right. But like you're saying, man, like how big how big of a part did he play in all these games? With him leaving, does that mean that GTA 6 will be in trouble? Was there even going to be a GTA 6? I mean... Well, that, it's funny you mention that because just yesterday a video popped up saying, is GTA 6 in trouble now? Yeah, I seen that when it was um from What, Col- what Culture Gaming. Yeah. On YouTube. On the tubes of you. And we don't even know how far a GTA 6 really is in motion. Mm-hmm. You know what I right. mean? GTA it, 6 may just be... It can know. still be just paper concept. It's going to be the new Half-Life 3. Well, actually, <laughs> we've got a better chance of a GTA 6 than a Half-Life 3. Right. I, know. I just like giving a shit. Uh, I don't know. I hope they do with Red Dead what they've been doing with GTA 5, though. Because GTA 5 has stayed alive so long, and I... I played it just yesterday. That's why we couldn't record yesterday is because I was at a friend's house playing online with him all fucking day. 
and that was some of the most fun I have had in weeks, months, years. years. <laughs> I'm not great at the time thing. I don't, I don't. I don't tell time. I don't understand how time works. It's a foreign concept <laughs> to me. But no, just seeing all the new shit because I haven't played GTA Five since like 2015. It's probably been sooner than that, but I don't know. Seeing the new stuff, the casinos, the race cars, the Mad Max style demolition shit, it is fun. It, it, it. it was fun even at launch. I mean, I, I enjoyed it, it. You know, it's one of those things like if we're if we are online together and we're trying to kind of figure out a, a game to play, it's still always in the back burner or it's a choice for yes. us to try to figure out to play together. Which, by the by, I don't know how much money you guys have in the game, but you, you kind of need to log on because they're giving out a million free bucks like today. Okay, I'll log on after we're nice. done with this. They gave out a million free bucks last week. They're doing it again this week. It's two million free dollars. Interesting. Hmm. Could always use a cool million on a million. There. A million doesn't go very far in that game, though. No, not anymore. But um, a lot of times, there'll be times where I don't play for six months, and mm-hmm. they will just give me 500,000 credits to get me yep. to come play. Uh, Which is smart marketing. I mean, it's digital in-game currency. Mm-hmm. 500,000 I can maybe buy a supercar that is completely uh, obsolete now, mm-hmm. you know, because all the new cars that come out <laughs> since then are so fast. Well, the worst part is that's like, what, 20 bucks, real money? No, 500000 is only about 5 bucks. Okay, that ain't so bad then, but still. Actually, 500000 I think is two ninety nine. Oh, but they must have lowered the price then, because I remember being more expensive than that. Yeah, if you want... I can look it up here because we got it right here. I'll look up the shark card prices. Where you get off your goddamn phone and rejoin I the was podcast. I was actually doing stuff during the podcast for what the podcast. What did I say about the Battle Gay Tony? You don't, I don't remember. It was something. I don't know. He's a big gay owl. He's a big gay boat ride. <laughs> <laughs> so 2020, Nintendo's already come out and said no new Switches. They're not going to release a new Switch. Everyone's been clamoring that the Pro version's coming out this year. Wait for it. We'll get a pro. And Nintendo says, nope. Ain't happening. We got got no plans for a pro. No. That's both a smart and kind of a shitty decision on their part. To to announce it this early in the year, I mean. If they don't plan for it, that's fine. That's their their business. But, I I don't know. All at once, you're going to piss off your fans when you could have had them guessing all year long. It's a shitty thing to do to string them along. But, you know, I and hence help. I think it actually would help their business because people aren't sitting around anticipating waiting for the next thing to drop and not buying the product now. That is true. And I would see that that would be a positive for them because they're, you know, people people on the fence right now buying a Switch, if they think a pro version is going to come, they're just going to wait and, and mm-hmm. keep the pocket. You know what I mean? Okay. Now, this way, Nintendo Sorry. can say, I got a correction. The $500,000 shark card is 10 bucks. And then if you want the one and a quarter million, if you want the one and a quarter million, then it's twenty. What's what's what does a hundred bucks get you again? A hundred bucks gets you the Megalodon shark card, which is eight million in game currency. Which that doesn't even buy you a yacht. That's damn near worthless. Oh my god. Yeah. Anyway. So yeah. No switch. I, I'm glad that they're not gonna push it, especially whenever we've got two new consoles to to buy this year. I mean, two new consoles coming out this year. <laughs> Did you say two new Switches coming out this two year? Two new consoles to buy this okay. year. Yeah. I mean, we'll buy them both, probably. <clears throat> I'm, I'm a PlayStation guy at the moment. I'll so. get the Xbox. You get the PlayStation. Mark will get both. Mark will get laid. 
I'll, yeah. pro- I'll probably get laid too. Josh, you need to get laid. I'm not down for all We're that. Not- <laughs> this isn't that kind of podcast. But anyway, yeah, it's... I don't know, Howard Stern wants it. No, shut up. It's kind of weird too because Nintendo was kind of doing their own thing again. like Kind of like what they did with the Wii. The mm-hmm. Xbox 360 came out. Uh, PS3 come out, and then there's the Nintendo Wii. The Nintendo Wii doesn't even compete with either of those things, right? Other but it than made gaming a fancy gimmick, right? Well, well it like was, the, three, it made, the 360 had Grand Theft Auto 4 and Halo and all uh-huh. stuff, and then the Wii's coming out. Like we got Animal Crossing and <laughs> Wii Bowling and Pokemon. Mario Galaxy. Mario. Mario Galaxy was really good. Yeah, Skyward Sword was kind of crap. Yeah, I wasn't a big fan of it. I couldn't get. But you know what they did it. have? Fucking Metroid Trilogy. True. Oh yeah, that's right. Dude, yes, they did. Yes, that, they did. I absolutely. Kevin love still Metroid has my Prime Metroid trilogy. Three. I let him borrow it for the Wii probably ten years ago. <laughs> Who's Kevin? Kev. Oh. Okay. Oh yeah, take two letters off. Now you know who he is. Yeah. <laughs> Turkey guy. Yeah. Uh, the last item on my list for today's Castlevania. Oh, you know I could ramble about that for decades. Knock yourselves out. I could ramble about that till Dracula comes back. See, that's a Castlevania reference. Castlevania 3 is coming out on Netflix, season 3. I mean, technically, Castlevania 3 has been on Netflix for a couple years. It has? Yeah, because the Castlevania series is based on Castlevania 3. Correct. Well, mostly. Without... <clears throat> minus Grant. Minus Grant. I still kind of feel weird that there is no... Well, I guess the Belmont is Grant, in a way. I don't see him climbing on walls. No. Or throwing daggers. Yeah, or being generally the best character in the game. Fight me on that. Mm, I don't know. Alucard was actually pretty cool. Alucard's cool. I ain't denying that. He was my favorite. But Grant Grant was like the best character. I like regular Grant, not Grant Grant. He's my favorite. But... Because you, you just never gave Grant Grant a chance, damn it. Who the fuck is Grant? <laughs> He's a pirate. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just wanted to get my two cents into this Castlevania discussion. Alucard, which is Dracula spelled backwards. What? I know, the biggest plot twist since none of them. That's going to be really loud because I said that right into the mic. <laughs> Apologies. Salutations. Also, you forgot spoiler alert. Dracula dies. <laughs> Dracula's a vampire. <laughs> Castlevania 3 is in my top three favorite Castlevania games. It's definitely fucking good. I'm going to ask you a question real quick, Mark. From what you remember of Grant, what do you think he looks like? All brown. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. All brown with a headband? Yeah. This is what Grant looks like. His official redesign. I'm right here. You could have just handed me the you. phone. You could have just... You didn't have to get up. The official redesign from the... Uh, creator of Death Note. Oh, the uh, anime. Yes. Or the manga. If my phone would fucking cooperate for two seconds. Oh, take two just confirmed visual concepts will continue as the WWE 2K developer. Nice. What the... Why does Grant look like that? I don't know, but that's the new Grant. No. Yeah. Well, this is in 2007 on the Wii, but yeah, that's the... Have you seen Simon Belmont from this game? Oh, God. Oh, What game is this? Castlevania Judgment. It's the only Castlevania fighting game. What's he look like? Oh. Wh- and which Belmont are you talking about? Simon. Trevor looks really cool, actually. Why do they have to... 
Simon Belmont looked cool as shit on the cover of Castlevania 2. Simon Belmont. He looks like he's in bondage. He kind of is. He looked way cooler on Castlevania 2. Dude, he looked cooler in all the Castlevanias. My favorite is fucking the one they have in a Captain Super N? Smash Bros. Oh. Oh, fuck. No. <laughs> fucking flamboyant as hell. No, this is Trevor. He looks bondage as hell too, but I can deal with him. What? Don't settle for less? Yeah, that's that's Trevor. Mm. Definitely some S&M going on. I always like Simon's suit that he had on the... Like, if you have, like... We need to have a, a list of our favorite box art or our favorite art on cartridge. Killer or, Instinct. Like, I still think the cover for Simon Simon's Quest on Castlevania 2 is one of the most badass looking... He's just a well-drawn, well-badass-looking vampire mm-hmm. slayer. I always thought that was some of my favorite art from back then. My, my only complaints with that specific box art is his hair. That Dutch haircut is goofy. <laughs> and that's all it. of them Simon were blonde. A badass. What? All of them were blonde back then. Did you ever notice that? That they always had like the fucking Fabio hair right. with blonde. <clears throat> I think that was a Conan thing they were going for, but they they failed with with that hair specifically. There was an. Uh, what Iron Sword game was it that actually had Fabio on the cover? Of I know it? what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, they actually hired. Yeah, I'm, I know you're so thrilled, Josh. Fabio, I'm fine. On. I'm listening. They, they hired fucking Fabio. <laughs> I'm not to surprised just, to just look like Conan. Just stand there, look like Conan. Well, back some... back in the day, Fabio was the shit. He was even on a TV show. Um, no, Miami Heat. No, something Paradise. Thunder in Paradise? No. It's Paradise Iron Island? Sword. No. no. Iron Sword was the no, game. No. <laughs> Wizards and Warriors 2. Okay. That's what it was. <laughs> I was going to say Fantasy Island with Ricardo Montalban and that short guy. What's their remake in it? If, did you see that? Are you serious? Fantasy Island? Yeah, it's going to be like a horror. Yep. Yeah, it looks horror. Ooh. Yep. They're... Ah, Alcapoco Heat or Acapulco Heat. Well, I, right. I can't read words. Uh, if you've never seen or seen, listen to 302010. 302010 is a really good podcast where they cover everything 30, 20, and 10 years mm-hmm. ago from the date or the weekend of the date. And they do a lot of coverage on stuff like that. And I always love listening to them talk about, you know, old stuff like that. Like they'll, they mention Fabio and stuff like that. And it's just, it's ridiculous how. How people could love those things so much at that time, mm-hmm. but they on their last one that I listened to, they were talking about Miami Vice, going back to our GTA discussion. I remember yeah. Miami Vice and how Miami Vice like set the stage for everything that we think of when we think of the eighties. And kind of yeah, and and it's kind of crazy how like everyone thinks that that's what the eighties was. <laughs> like Miami Vice is right forever they, be the eighties. Right. It was all. Ferrari Testarossas and mm-hmm. white jackets and blue shirts and cocaine and slip on shoes, okay. slip on shoes with no socks. <laughs> yeah, I mean that that's how I wear my shoes when I'm just going out. But yeah, that's just me. And the fucking feathered hair and oh mm-hmm. my gosh, I'm <laughs> I'm surprised that some of that stuff has come back. But I just kids I in school in the year three thousand. Those will be the shows like Airwolf. <laughs> you know, Jan Michael Vincent at the time in Airwolf, 
he was the highest paid TV actor. Matter of fact, I think he was the highest paid actor in general. Well, speaking of Airwolf, I'm surprised it wasn't Ernest Borgnine. Well, his career went down like the Poseidon. Isn't that crazy? Like, Ernest Borgnine was kind of a big thing at one time. <laughs> yep. And then you see him in shit like Basketball. Uh-huh. Right. But he did awesome in Basketball. Oh, he was basketball. pretty good in Basketball. I still don't know how a movie like Basketball got made. Apparently neither did the makers of South Park. Because <laughs> right, like, they trolled the fuck out of it in one of their own episodes. <laughs> I love that, and that movie's ridiculous. I love Basketball. I can't get enough of it. I mean, I can. It's, I, they they trolled it in an episode called The Passion of the Jew, where Passion of the Christ just came right. out. And uh, Stan and Kenny go to go see it, and they're like, what is this? It is two hours of snuff film. Come on, Kenny. We're going to Mel, Mel Gibson. We're going to go get our money back. This is just like the time we uh, had to go get our money back from Basketball. <laughs> My f- the stupidest thing about the movie is is the part that I laughed the most at was them in the locker room and they were swinging around. <laughs> and they're swinging their dick around. Yeah. yeah. And they're touching the floor and shit. Yeah. And she comes in and she's she's got uh, some Freudian slips. Yeah. <clears throat> trying to discuss what's going on. Right. So, I mean, it's kind of it's kind of funny, though, that a guy... A guy that was known for being a good actor ends up doing parts like that. But then again, so did Betty White. I was going to say years. that happens a lot. Well, I mean, Ernest could have just retired too. I mean, I'm not looking at his filmography or anything. Maybe he Why just... you looked at every fucking other thing this. Podcast. Well, I'm trying to fact check, and I want to make sure that when something comes out of my mouth, it's not total bullshit or penis. <laughs> <laughs> Either way, so yeah, smells like Teen Spirit. Uh, we we recommend Ernest Bork Nine. <laughs> Anything he, that's it in space. Pack it up. I, I gotta agree. I love Ernest Bork Nine. Oh, do you guys have anything else you want to discuss this podcast? Uh, How about video games for a change? Right. We've been playing Kakarot. Yeah, Trayton got it for his birthday, so we've been playing that. How's that going? <clears throat> um, man, it's pretty dull. <laughs> I mean. Because I love the Dragon Ball Z story, so mm-hmm. we've been playing through. But they add a bunch of filler, and then there's side missions. And I they added filler to Dragon Ball Z. That sounds like I know. There's impossible. already exactly. There's already episodes <laughs> like 30 minutes of yelling, and nothing <laughs> happens. Nice. But I love the story in general. So playing through, it's neat to go through and play these fights. Uh, the your only melee button is B. So there's no big combo system or anything. No. Nope. You just have to... You still have to be skilled in it because the game has its little quirks. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, you have your super moves. You can only have four, but you can learn like 20. So you can only carry these moves. So you can build your character to be melee only or uh, key blast only or something like that. So what you're telling me is it's Xenoverse all over again. With less to do... I, I pretty much figured that when they released Xenoverse, they knocked it out of the park. And you have you have infinite dodge, pretty much. That helps. That yeah. is not in fucking Xenoverse. Well, and you have to, because some of these enemies will just... They will just berate you with key blasts, and you have to dodge. And then, then you have, like, Z combos, which are, like, little movie combos. Uh-huh. You know, it's kind of like the X-ray moves and... Uh, Mortal, Kombat. Mortal Kombat and stuff. So they do a certain amount of damage. But they're only available certain times. I've never done one. I have no idea how to even... <laughs> you gotta push the Z button. We have to do the uh, left shoulder and right shoulder at the same time. Then you clearly know how to do it. 
Right, but you can only do it when a prompt comes up. But I either don't see the prompt or I don't know uh, what steps have to be taken to get to a Z combo. But L- if you, since, since, like you, since you push both triggers, does it give no, you Renegade shoulders. or Paragon? Oh, never mind. Uh, it gives you both at the same time. <laughs> you get all the points, motherfucker. Right, right. Like <clears> the time <throat> Shepard was having a pull-up contest with, uh, oh, what's his face in uh, the Marine? Is it Vega? No. Vega, yeah, is Vega, it? Vega. And you're having a push. You're having a pull-up <laughs> contest, and every time you keep going up, it's renegade. Really? Yeah, because you. So keep, every time you don't push out, you yep. get bad, bad. Get bad points for it. Right. Okay. Right. Well, not bad points. It's just your character. You, <clears throat> you're, you're getting cocky. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So you just keep doing another pull-up. You guys keep talking smack to each other. I love it. It's pretty neat. But um, no, the game's fun. I like playing through the fights. I like playing through the story. Um. What I have enjoyed about it is some of your side missions will involve characters all the way back from Dragon Ball. I saw Launch the other day. Right. So there's 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 missions with Launch, uh, Aider. Okay. And uh, basically he was number eight. He was one of Dr. Jero's androids from Dragon Ball. Cool. And um, just look, there's other characters that are in it, stuff like that. I haven't seen too much of the story because I know the fucking story. But from what gameplay I've seen, there's one thing that I really do appreciate that I wish more games in general would take advantage of. Telegraphing the boss's attacks. Yeah. And and not just like, oh, I'm a giant monkey. I'm going to smash in this general direction. No. When Cell is about to unleash a fucking Kamehameha, there's a little laser that's like, okay, it's going to come right here. Yeah, there's a... Don't be there. There's a red road of arrows that are translucent. They're just visible, mm-hmm. and you know that's where they're going to fire. That needs to be in more games. Maybe not as blatant as it is in Kakarot, but I do appreciate the hell out. Well, for that game, it's there because the dodge mechanic is part of combat. Mm-hmm. So you can just spam the dodge button, but if you can master your dodging correctly, then I think you get a boost of key if you dodge at the precise time. Because that's cool. then the game will give you a prompt... Uh, it's just on the side. It's like a reward for doing it, but it'll say dodged, and it'll make a sound. Gotcha. And Mortal Kombat does that Right, well. yeah. So it's just a little bonus for you feeling more badass because you can dodge attacks, stuff like that. Yeah. Some of the some of the fights get a little cheap because the bosses can spam their super move. I watched y- uh, you guys fight Cell, and I know he's not like the hardest boss or anything, but he still had some stupid shit up his sleeve. The hardest boss was Raditz at the very beginning. He was beginning. saying that. Because you don't have any levels, and he comes down. Trayton's been playing it, and he gets upset at certain fights. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, think about it this way in the show. Goku's power level was so low compared to Raditz. Mm-hmm. So Raditz shows up out of nowhere and literally beats his ass. Yeah, his power level's like twice. It's, twel- well, it's 1,200, no, It's it? 1,200. Goku and- can bring his up to 1,100 with his commandment. <laughs> yeah, we're nerding out. Sorry, you can laugh all you want. <laughs> Dig it. <laughs> No, I've. <clears throat> it's the old Dragon Ball tale of as old as time. It's well, my yeah. power is twelve hundred, and this guy's is twenty five hundred, and it's just like <laughs> right. No, I get it. I get <sighs> it. Mock me all you wish. And the fact that the only reason Goku could beat Vegeta was because he died first. Right, which is re- <laughs> right. Death has no consequence in that show. Let me fucking tell you. Yeah. But, I mean, no. So, it's just like, that fight is hard because it was hard in the show. Mm-hmm. So, of course, it's going to be difficult because it is an RPG. They're trying to get you to take over the characters. But 
There's also a there's a meal mechanic where you can have Chi Chi make you fill mm-hmm. meals, and they will. <laughs> We were, I, we were, I wish he would just stop laughing at me. <laughs> I'm not go, laughing at you. I'm know, laughing at Dragon Ball. I know. Just, just keep that in mind. I'm just teasing you for laughing. <laughs> I don't care. Before you got here, we were making a joke that Goku just can't take care of himself. He could kill fucking anything in the known universe, but he is incapable of cooking his own meals. Right. He has to. He has to have his wife do it. <laughs> uh, there, there's an episode when they're getting ready to fight Cell, or yeah, before they fight Cell, where. Goku and Piccolo go get driver's license. Yes. And that mission is in game. <laughs> so you have to race and then when it's over the two people the instructors they like pull up next to each other, you know, and he's like Piccolo's like that wasn't fair blah blah blah. And he's like, "Oh, you want to go again, Piccolo? Let's go." And he's like, "I will not accept defeat from the likes of you." <laughs> so then Goku gets home and Chi-Chi's like, "Did you get your license?" He's like, "Well, no." <laughs> and then there's a look he goes, "But actually we did." They gave us a license if we promise never to come back again. <laughs> so then she wants to take a Sunday drive and whatever. Oh, hey. But you, you, uh, since it's RPG ish, mm-hmm. it's very loosely RPG. But you run around and you collect items, a lot of food items mostly, and then you can take those to her and she'll make you meal, which give you permanent status boosts like HP. Mm-hmm. Uh, they'll give you bonuses to key attack, to defense, and stuff like that. So if you spend the time. And go around, keep collecting the food and gathering recipes. And you can literally do it while you're just running around collecting Dragon Balls or doing missions. Then you just have her make you some meals. So by the time you get up to the higher level enemies, Mm -hmm. your HP is not what the game would have you normal at. So you can boost your stats pretty easily. So by the time you get to the higher tier enemies like Majin Buu and stuff, the fights are almost a cakewalk. So out of 10, what would you give it? A seven. It's fun. I was gonna say wrong. The answer is seven because there's seven Dragon Balls. But you said a seven, so fuck. I didn't. I didn't even. Oh, I didn't compute. I completely missed that opportunity. I get a seven because of seven. Well, you were sitting there next to me, and we were. We were. I was gonna go get pizza here, there in a few minutes, and and I picked up a Dragon Ball as Goku, and he's like, "Let me see. One, two, three. It's the six star Dragon Ball." Be hilarious if it was the two star, <laughs> right? Because he's just a fucking idiot. Yeah, Goku's uh. pretty stupid. But anyway, no, it's been fun. Um, Train's been playing the hell out of it. I'm just right before fighting Cell, or Perfect Cell, so I'm way for. He's already beaten it. So you're at the peak of the uh, the series. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I think Majin Buu is my favorite vil- villain, but they butcher him so bad. So anyway, Mark, what have you been up to? At least he's not what you guys me. are done talking about Dragon Ball. Yeah, yeah, I mean, fine. We can keep Whatever. talking. We we can go on for a long. We can go on forever. That's true. If you honestly, you've got to watch Team Four Stars Dragon Ball Z abridged because or it's hilarious. I could not. Okay, mm. how's about we? we I'm we, gonna I'm gonna have to argue <laughs> that point. We'll work in slowly by making you watch Helsing abridged first, which is also amazing. Probably even better. Actually, they only put. And uh, Team Four Star only put the Helsing Abridged episodes out for Halloween. Yeah. So you had to wait a full year for each episode. That's some dedication. Mm-hmm. But I finished, I've watched Helsing Abridged all the way through probably six times. I love it. <laughs> I think it's hilarious as fuck. There's only like seven episodes? <laughs> uh, No, I think there's nine. Speaking of, when are they making another Dragon Ball Z Abridged? 
fuck both of you. <laughs> I'm laughing because Mark's laughing. I was asking a legit question. Oh, as far as I know, I figured, not, any, not anytime soon. I figured Forrest was doing the wind-up toy effect. He was just sitting there, just kept winding you and winding you <laughs> right. and winding you. and just Well, I think letting, he was. Letting you go. <laughs> I think he was. It's fine. I just, I just won't ever be honest on this podcast ever again. <laughs> that's fine. No more Dragon Ball talk for Josh. Yep, that's fine. So my no, favorite it, character's cooler. And, okay. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> no, it's fine. I like listening to you talk about Dragon Ball. I to have no fair, idea about yeah, that's it. Fine. But it is a brand new game, so it's it's fair to ramble. Hey, about Josh, so and so is making a new game from this other project guy from Team. What do you think? That's nice. <laughs> it's good. It's, it's, uh, it's, 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 it's I gotta push the A button and it's. it's it's good. It's going to be bad episode for ASMR people. <laughs> that was Shirani, but it was also kind of channeling Chester a little bit from Siphonali. <laughs> I want to do a Siphonali podcast. I really we're we're, all, we're just going to wa- record us watching. We're going to do like a reaction video, <laughs> and we'll to put it on YouTube. Just of this dumbest. So I watched Star Wars over the break. Uh, over we, the break. <laughs> yeah. Over the over the commercial break. If we hired uh, this guy to write it, a movie for us, I've turned the epic space saga into an off-Broadway production. <laughs> They're about to enter the the evil lair of Han Jabba. Did you say Han Jabba? <laughs> Han Jabba. You, you have to go. Uh, Outer Worlds has been put on hold for the Switch for a little bit, and I guess they're saying that it's got something to do with that the the virus that's going on, the coronavirus. Oh, the Bud I was going to say that as a joke, but okay. No, they're saying it supposedly was going to be released in March, but now they're saying that there could be some kind of a hold on it due to the coronavirus. God knows it affects video games too. Well, well, it's 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 a pretty pretty vicious. It's pretty much just a form of the flu, right? I I don't I'm not know, an expert on it. I have no idea about that. According to a buddy of mine, a guy was arrested for helping Chinese people make it. So, take that for what you will. Right, sure. It's entirely possible, but... One of those guys. Uh, But supposedly, originally, when they were going to release The Outer Worlds, it was actually not going to have a physical copy. You could go to the store and buy the box, and it was just going to have a download code inside of it. That is unbelievably annoying. Well, I think they've changed tune now. It says, now we will now be releasing the physical version on cartridge. And we have a new launch date, and we'll, they're supposedly going to let people know. But originally, the digital version was going to release on March 6th, so just a month away. But now, who knows exactly when that's going to come. Okay, so I realize I'm in the minority, but I, I have to bitch about this. A couple weeks ago, we were in Evansville, and we went to the GameStop there for kicks and giggles. Did you make an offer to buy GameStop? You're like, I'll give you $4. Or these three Super Nintendo games. <laughs> <laughs> No, but um, we went there, and my girlfriend has become 100% obsessed with Fallout 4. She is in love with this fucking game, the same way she was with Skyrim before it. But now, we want to get, I wanted to get her the Game of the Year edition because it had all the DLC with it. Do you remember the days when a game could have all the DLC on it? Not anymore. I realize I'm in the minority, but because I don't have internet, I can't use any of the download codes for the DLC, because they come as codes, 
not on the disc. Right. So that game is completely worthless to me. Halo 2, or no, Halo 3 had that, where you could go and you could buy the DLC disc, and it had all the multiplayer maps. But that's different. That's a disc. You <laughs> but, have... No, no, no. But I mean, that's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm describing, is you thought you could still do that. You go yes, buy yes, the disc, yes. and it's literally just codes. Oblivion did the same thing. You know why they did that. Because they're cheap assholes, and Todd Howard's a douche. I love you, Todd Howard. Don't sue me. No. It has to do with a lot of things. One, they're going to cut down their production costs by printing that piece of paper Mm -hmm. and putting the same damn disc in there that they put in all the other versions. They've already got the discs made laying around. Might as well go ahead and utilize them. Uh, And the other part of that blows into the fact that it is harder for somebody to come in and trade in the Game of the Year edition Mm -hmm. disc with no content with it. So that way that people don't just go, oh, well, I'll just download all the content on my... Right. Uh-huh. And have it all and then take it and trade it back in and get a normal version of it or if they already had the normal version, vice versa. So no backseat. Renting it out. Well, I mean, even Dark Souls 3, it came... Scholar of the... No, that's Dark Souls 2. Whatever. Dark Souls 3 had a version with all the DLC on it. One disc, all the DLC, and they're not small DLCs. Right. So. Uh, but did you have to have that disc to play all that DLC? Could you have pl- put in a normal Dark Souls disc and played that DLC is what I'm asking. No. Okay. No, it literally is a separate disc with the full game and all the DLCs, all three or four of them. Well, see, when the Xbox 360 came out, they actually had some discs that had content that would download to the console. Yeah, Oblivion. That's what I was talking about. Right. Yeah, no, I get that there's the separate DLC thing. I'm saying it's obviously possible to just put it all on one disc. It is. Just do it. But manufacturing costs. It's cheaper to put it all on one disc than two. Right, but it's cheaper to put out a piece of paper than it is to burn another disc. It makes sense. Then you rip me off. I mean, game companies nowadays pretty much expect you to have internet. I Like I said, that's why I said I'm in the minority. Right, no, I get that. But I'm also telling you, I mean, you can at any time bring your PlayStation here and update and it. And wait for another 8 to 12 hours for four DLCs to download. That's why you bring it overnight. I play till 5 in the morning. Then well, bring it over when I leave at sacrifices 6. Sacrifices have to be made. I mean, that's what I'm saying. Bring it over while I'm not here. But why would I do that? It's inefficient to me. Hey, what are you doing right now? Bitching. I know, but right while you're bitching, you could have brought your PS4 and downloaded stuff. No, no. No, PS, I don't know about you, It is unbelievably slow. I know. At least here. Yeah. Nothing would have even come close to downloading. Are you hooking it up with an Ethernet cable? We've tried many a different way. We've been on the internet. We've tried every single trick. We've tried rewriting IP addresses and everything, Mm -hmm. and it will not speed up. We've tried using specific IP addresses. We've tried hooking it up directly to the modem, router, whatever the fuck we use. Technically, it's a gateway. Technically, shut your... Thank you very much. I shouldn't be mean to you because you helped me, but still. <laughs> About damn time he got some sense to him. <laughs> yeah, I I don't hardly play my PlayStation, so I don't... Mm-hmm. And when I do play it, it's it's just a game that I've already got downloaded onto it anyway, so... Well, like I said, I don't even have that convenience. The only games I can download are PlayStation 2, so I have Star Wars Bounty Hunter, Grand Theft Auto Vice City, and Twist the Metal Black. And War of the Monsters. There you go. You're good to go. I am. When the power, or when, when you know. The world ends. I have nothing else to do. Yeah. Like I said, realize I'm in the minority. I'm just pissy. 
I understand I that. Well, gentlemen, you ready to wrap this thing up? No. There's a part in Resident Evil 6 that has been pissing me off for like 20 minutes. Now, now I'm ready to wrap it up. Uh, I was going to say, let's hear it. It's a fucking sniper section when you're playing as Chris and Piers. Yeah. And you're on boats hopping across them. They can snipe you out of midair. They can snipe you again while you're on the ground, unable to get up. And once you get past that, you have to run from a helicopter, which you have about 10 seconds to get from boat to boat before it blows up. I can get to the last boat, then I get kicked. Four times in a row I have died because of that. Fuck Resident Evil 6. God, I, I wish you were so fun. Yeah, right, I'll, even though you love it. <laughs> I think that's what the general consensus thought about Resident Evil 6 was just those words. Yeah, why do you have to be fucking Resident Evil? You're too fun for this, but also Well, I, I think, I bought it, was it for the 360? Yeah, we... Yeah, no, we, we bought it for the PS2, Josh. Yeah, we, fuck off. <laughs> Son of a bitch. You know, in my advanced age, these fucking consoles blend together, dude. Like, did we buy that for the Atari? Was that for the Atari 7800? I could have swore it was. Whatever, let's wrap this shit up. Um, I got shit to do. Podcast at GamerDA.com. <laughs> Twitter GamerDA1. We're on Facebook at Gamer Discretion Advised. This has been another podcast. Great Odin's beard. <laughs>